0: Hi, out there. I'm Pat Pauly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the visual arts or the performing arts. And this week, Ellen Miller Wolf, Economic Development Manager for the City of Kirkland, is with us to talk about their project of making a large sculpture incorporating salvaged relics from the iconic Art Deco. Ferry, Welcome to the show, Ellen.
1: Thank you very much. Glad to be here.
0: And also to talk about the Galacala is Ryan James of Ryan James Fine Arts. Ryan is also chair of the Cultural Arts Commission in Kirkland. Welcome to the show, Ryan.
2: Thank you. Wonderful to be back.
0: Great. Yes, and I've had
2: both of these folks on the <laughs> show before.
0: But before we get started with this exciting subject, which they're going to announce something on tonight, so I'm very excited about it. Before I get started, I want to talk a little bit about my Artbeat Northwest show. Now, Artbeat Northwest is a nonprofit radio program, and our mission is to promote the visual arts and the performing arts in the Pacific Northwest. And if you listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m., drive time on 1150 a.m. or you can listen online on 1150 kcanw.com uh it streams worldwide so you know if you're in australia or uh, iceland or wherever <laughs> <laughs> at a different it'd be a different time it has to be the same time <laughs> uh you can listen and your relatives can listen and we interview people from the arts and talk about goings on in the local art scene of course um, And you can listen to all past programs by going to 1150kknw.com website for the archives. Just click on the archives. And the other thing is, we don't do any fundraising because our program is contributed and our ads are donated to the Kirken Arts Center and the Bellevue Arts Museum. And personally... I, your host, am someone who loves the arts, who loves talking about art, and I love talking with artists, so the program's really fun for me and very rewarding, and I get a lot of information. <laughs> we'll be back shortly on KKNW, 1150 AM, uh, Artbeat Northwest. We'll be right back.
2: Don't miss the wonderful exhibits at the Bellevue Arts Museum this fall. The Bellevue Arts Museum is the Pacific Northwest Center for Art, Craft, and Design in downtown Bellevue. On now is Searching for Home, a solo exhibit by Humera Abid. A bid offers a passionate and intimate look at the humanitarian consequences of the worldwide refugee crisis through meticulously crafted wood, sculptures, and miniature painting on until March of 2018. Opening November 10th is Making Our Mark. Over 250 teaching artists from the Pratt Fine Arts Center present an ambitious show celebrating Pratt's 40th anniversary on until March of 2018. Hope to see you soon at the Bellevue Arts Museum. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: Take me Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. And of course, we've got appropriate music for the ferry, the Kalakala, the iconic ferry that served the Puget Sound for so many years until it was scrapped not that long ago. But we're saving remnants of it. And... Why do you think people are just so nostalgic about the Calacala? And, you know, for our, some of our listeners probably don't know what the Calacala is. Why don't you kind of explain it?
1: So the, the Calacala, as you said, is an iconic fairy. Um, it was um, um, basically rose from the, the, the ashes of another fairy called the Peralta, and it was built in Kirkland at the Lake Washington shipyards, now current Carillon Point, where the Widmore Hotel is. We're all familiar with that. Once upon a time, Kirkland's um, shoreline was basically full of shipyards, blue-collar city, very different from what it is now. So I think a lot of the interest in the Kalakala is also interested in the past and the history of, of our places. Uh, also important um, in regional maritime history, ferries were the way we got anywhere. Um, we didn't have bridges. We didn't have roadways. So it was the way you went to work. It's the way you went to school. It's the way you really farm to market. All those kinds of things were done by ferry. Um, this ferry worked um, Puget Sound. It worked um, the Salish Sea, um, it also spent time in a lot of other locations um, before eventually, as you mentioned, being scrapped, um, the the unfortunate sad ending.
0: But what was so special about this particular fairy compared to all of the other fairies? I don't hear any nostalgia about <laughs> the other fairies that have been.
2: Well, I think, though, too, the Calacla, one being a style icon of its Art Deco style, it was all about memories. We've heard so many people come up to us once this project has started and they've shared memories of proposing, (laughs) of doing parties, engagement parties, dinner parties. The first time they rode a ferry was on the Kalakala. We've had so many people literally come out of the woodwork just to share these wonderful memories about this ferry, about this ship. And that's really a big part about what we want to do with this sculpture project is honor the Kalakala so that there still is this connectivity of the families, the generations, and the new Kirkland.
0: And let's paint a picture of what it was like. I know uh, a lot of Boeing engineers were involved, so it had the sleek lines of that they were using on the airplanes, which was so different. And then the interior, besides being a place where people remember being, was... Apparently quite luxurious <laughs> and uh very different from the other basic fairy architecture
1: uh, yeah, it was a place to celebrate as as Ryan says, and um, that people would there were bands that played um on on Friday and Saturday nights. It was uh, definitely a place to celebrate during war times, you know when people needed uh, all sorts of things to prop them up um this was the place to do it so it was, it was an exciting place to, to be and to see.
0: And I imagine it was sort of a retreat, you know, from the worry. Oh, here we are out on a cruise <laughs> with mm. my girlfriend. You know, I mean, it's just, um, you know, just delightful for, for people to have a place where, where they can celebrate and, and forget
1: about what's going on, you know. So. Also, I mean, to see it from a distance at night cruising through the water, it was silver um the skin of it was silver and um so it just it it lit up this the the waters around it it was like a gem on the water it was beautiful
0: but on the other hand you know it was an icon but it was kind of malign too because they called it i have to tell you this it was called the silver slug by some people cause it didn't really go that fast <laughs> or the silver beetle or the galloping ghost of the Pacific Coast, <laughs> and one of their uh, one of their uh, people that worked there said that it shook all the way down to the engine room, uh, and then it was always cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 then another problem was, you know, uh, back at, uh, quite a few years ago, the cars got really big, and then it got really hard to get all those cars on that ferry. Mm-hmm. So it was so crowded uh, mm-hmm. and, and didn't really take the and number of cars. And then those beautiful windows that they had. They had beautiful round win- windows. Right, the portals. That, yeah. Portals that, you know, really made it look beautiful. But it was very hard to dock because they couldn't see right <laughs> out of the windows. <laughs> so, you know, it did have its problems. But nevertheless, people fell in love with it. You know, they yeah, did. Yeah, there's
2: always, always a charm to design that that comes through and a huge benefit we now get to as looking back on it we don't have to remember the cold nights or the rickety part of it we get to appreciate the style and the design and the stories
0: and i was looking at some of your artifacts and even you know the railings in fact i sketched those railings. i think (laughs) the way they're done is just gorgeous but i'm worried about them being now the how many relics did now the city of kirkland bought We
1: bought about 30 pieces, some of the most significant pieces um, off of of the boat. So we have most of the wheelhouse, which was the brains of the operation, on the very top of the boat. Is that all copper? Um, Copper and steel. I I think it's it's a combination on the interior. I think it's copper, but there's steel on the There's a steel skin. Oh, okay. Um, We also have um, some some of the portals, the strips of portals. Um, We have pieces of the decorative railing, which um, we've talked about replicating. It's something that we have enough of that you could make molds and, and actually make more of. It yeah. is
0: a beautiful Art Deco style, mm-hmm. uh, railing. I mean, I've thought about putting it in some myself, <laughs> just that decoration, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you have a lot of basic things mm-hmm. that um, someone could uh, do something with. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about what happened to the Kalakala after it was it was retired, and then um, they found it up in Alaska. First of all, it was a,
1: a fish processor. Right, it was a cannery. Yep. And
0: then it was pulled in uh, to the shore and used as a cannery uh, for many years, and then someone saw it up there and was just horrified they wanted it back so they towed it back to Seattle and they wanted to rebuild it and bring it back to its old glory but at that time raising I think they said 10 to 25 million was not in the cards Mm -hmm. darn it so but they uh, but they did get someone finally to to store it for a long time and finally he just gave up and it when was it scrapped not that long ago
1: um, I think around uh, end of 2014, beginning of twenty fifteen. Around that that time. And if you're
0: if you're interested, you can go online, and they have a video of it being scrapped. It's so sad, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, you saved a part of it. So so that was wonderful. And uh, you have a lot of plans for this now. How did you go about? deciding that you were going to do something with these, and what are you going to do?
1: You know, uh, we were talking on the way here. Ryan and I um, had the experience of sitting on a committee that we put together in 2015 right after we purchased the pieces. So the city of Kirkland made the decision to purchase um, that those significant pieces um, primarily because residents asked us to do it um, because really? they saw the connection between the Lake Washington Shipyards, Kirkland, and this and this vessel. Um, so that's how it started. Well, uh, it's wonderful that the idea came from residents mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. Right. right? Okay. But then the question was, well, now what do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we stored the pieces. We continue to store the pieces in a construction yard, um, but but what to do with them? So as uh, we did have a committee um, comprised of people from the art commission. Ryan um, is on the committee. Um, people that, that understand maritime history, St- Steve Rodriguez has been, is, is no longer on the committee. He owned the Calacala at one point and tried, was one of those people oh, that yeah. tried the hardest to, to figure out a way for it to survive. Um, other other uh, neighbors that are interested, the head of the Heritage Society, Louita Hawkinson, Louie- Louie- she is there as well because of the heritage piece of it. So this committee looked at a number of, of ideas for what to do next. Um, and then the decision was um, it's hard to stare at these pieces of something that you love so much and want to take the next steps. Right. Um, it's, it's, so the idea to um, do a call for artists and ask the most creative members of our community, our society, to come up with concepts for how to incorporate those pieces in a completely new concept, new idea— and that was felt to be the way of kind of raising everyone's spirits and get, encouraging them to keep on keeping on and, and think about an art installation that would memorialize but also do something new and different with what we had um, remaining.
0: Okay, well, hold that thought. I think that's a wonderful decision they made, that they're going to involve these artists to bring all these pieces to life and to to everybody's attention in a piece. But it's already time for a break, and we're here talking about the sculpture to be created, memorial, memorializing the iconic fairy, Kalakala, in the city where it was built, Kirkland. We'll be right back with more on Beat Northwest.
1: Is art making too messy for your house? Then head on over to the Kirkland Art Center and take a class with a professional art teacher. At Kirkland Art Center, you or your child can experiment or refine artistic skills that can last a lifetime. In our art studios and classes, you can paint, cut, build, draw, Print, glue, and splatter to your heart's content. We're located in the heart of Kirkland on Market Street in the historic Peter Kirk Building. Learn more about the classes we offer and register online at kirklandartcenter.org.
2: Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. We're here talking about uh, re-envisioning the fairy Kalakala as a sculpture in Kirkland. And um, we're talking here with Ellen Miller-Wolf and Ryan James, who are working on this project. Um, And uh, the Calacala was uh, purchased, parts of it, by the city of Kirkland. And then how did you go about getting all of these artists to apply to be the sculptor? I mean, and did you get a lot or did you have to recruit them or how did that all work?
2: Well, it was um, actually, we had over 20 applications come across. So we That's did. It's amazing. Yeah, it's such a it's, big project. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually wanted to not just hinder it to Washington or regional, we opened it across the nation. So it was really wonderful and exciting for the committee to see all these different 20 plus proposals come across mm-hmm. and who really had these strong visions, but who did their research and who really delved into the, the history of it and wanted to honor it in a certain way. And then through that process, the committee, through a long, lengthy conversation, (laughs) a little bit of battling, uh, we narrowed it down to four, four of the strongest of the 20-plus applicants. So you
0: must have had a lot of strong applicants. Yes. Had to talk about it for so long. Yeah,
2: it was. I mean, I literally on my calendar planned an hour, and I think we went for quite a a few more hours (laughs) (laughs) into the day. But it was also, that's part of the fun of being on a committee like this. And you are respecting the maritime history. You're respecting the Clockla history. Uh, that, Like uh, Ellen said, the Heritage Society was a big part of this. Artists in our own community were a part of it. So everyone's coming at it and is trying to find that unifying piece that kind of fits the puzzle, you know, that pleases not just the committee, but can please the community at a whole. So it was actually one of the first times we had such strong applicants that we did end with with four, which doesn't usually happen either.
0: Yes, and let's kind of go over what the applicants had. Like, we had Rizo andy with Ian Eldred, and he had. Uh, do you want to talk about the ones the Flying Bird?
1: Yeah, they um, they're a Portland based um, artist team, and they came up with the Kalakala Flying Bridge. So Kalakala is, as we understand it, Chinook jargon for bird. It's a bird call um, in Chinook. And um, at the time, uh, Washington State Ferry System was naming ferries using um, those um, indigenous people's names. Um, and that was one of them. So they returned to this idea of bird. And they're also thinking about the fact that, uh, that as, a, as I mentioned, this this boat rose from the ashes of another boat, the Peralta. So the the metaphor, you know, in the Phoenix rising, uh, again, a bird image. Um, So they chose to to build a bird, um, a large bird, out of the remnants of the Calacala and featured the wheelhouse on the interior of this bird. And the bird, uh, you walked up, you walk up into it, and then you walk I- inside the wheelhouse, and then out um, the beak, and down down the steps. It's also bridging. Um, in this case, they wanted to bridge Terrace Park in Kirkland with the the Cross Kirkland Corridor, so it's oh. it's acting as a bridge as well. Oh, that's yeah. amazing! And, and imagining again metaphorically bridging. Um, that generation that created the Kalakala with future generations. So that's wow. why it's called Kalakala, the Bridge.
0: And I know one of the specifics of this sculpture is it does have to be, it's, it's, it needs to be a large sculpture. That was one of the conditions. So that one would be maybe larger than some of the others. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really interesting. And then Paul, uh, is it Rimmer from think- British Columbia, came up with a good idea.
1: Right. He reused, again, the wheelhouse, which is the, the, one of the key pieces that we have. And both he and also the Riza um, contingent and another uh, person from British Columbia, um, Brent Bukowski, they both um they all imagine their sculptures as being playscapes, play structures, very playful uh-huh. use of these um, pieces um, for children to use, gather in, climb through. Um, very participatory. So all of those sculptures from those artists, you know, do that.
0: And one of the ones that really enchanted me was the upright one that kind of reincarnated the fairy as a sort of a spaceship Mm -hmm. shape, which kind of goes with the shape of the fairy.
2: Yeah, and I think um, enchanting is is one of the best descriptive words Uh, I've heard about that sculpture as well. That was one I was particularly drawn to, because I felt with that rocket-esque shape, it really was honoring the Art Deco feel of the Kalakala. So it, it was taking the design concept to its essence and celebrating Art Deco as a whole. So I, I think it was, it was done extremely well and it had a very strong vision and concept without having to actually replicate a ship feel to it. But you still had that connectivity to the Kalakala.
0: Yeah, I th- very innovative. But then, when you look online, that particular artist does a lot of kind of spaceship-like things. So yeah, that's probably yeah. <laughs> right in his wheelhouse. You right. know, <laughs> definitely a <laughs> futurist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, has the decision for the final sculpture design been made?
2: We're gonna find out tonight, <laughs> tonight. what one of the next big steps are. Um, the Kirkland City Council is actually meeting this evening, and this is an um, agenda topic for them. Uh, so then once they kind of have their conversation, you know, it's there's a lot of layers to this process because it is such an involved piece that'll be a very iconic work in Kirkland. Uh, then, it, then it'll go back to the Arts Commission and back to the Kalakala co- Committee to make its next leap forward.
0: And I know you had a big celebration of... Uh, the plans for the project in in uh, January, end of January. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because there was been, I mean, I, I want people to know that there's been a lot of public input on this.
1: And yeah. I think there's videos online of that, of that event.
2: Mm-hmm. And and public input, uh, Kirkland, the Cultural Arts Commission in the, the city of Kirkland, public input is, is a huge leg on, on which we stand on all of our decisions. So, what well, was really wonderful, because it goes back generationally, the Kalakala, the attendance was one of the largest we've had for a public art piece. So um,
0: there's lots of interest.
2: Yeah, there's lots. There was over 150 people attended, and not just in person, but we also opened it up online to to submit comments on the four designs. Uh, the artists, the four final artists, were invited to show at the Kirkland Performance Center their designs, their uh, models, their maquettes. But what was wonderful is it's a face-to-face. The public gets to actually have that conversation with the artist and learn not just about the Kalakala and, and what's contributing to it, but really what the artist's vision is for the Kalakala. And that's a rare opportunity um, that a lot of people don't Im- embrace. So it was really, really positive to see how many people came out to join us.
1: You know, and Pat, I would add to what Ryan says is that this is one of those projects where it takes a village because um, whatever the council decides um, this evening, um, and they're being asked whether or not they would potentially fund design development for one or more. So take this a little further maturing the design. but whatever happens tonight, we're going to be relying on, on the community to come up with funds for fabrication and installation. Um, the city has purchased um, and is um, storing and has since spent money on honoraria for these artists. And now we'll likely be looking toward the community um, as far as funding um, the rest of this, um, this venture.
0: Well, it sounds like you have, a lot of, you have really, really a lot of interest. And, and these people, even at this, uh, this big meeting in January, uh, they voted on what they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So the city council probably has all those, um, not only their votes, but their comments. Mm-hmm. So that's a real interactive way with the community of, of accomplishing this.
2: Now, another question,
0: where are you going to put the sculpture? (laughs) That's the other question.
2: (laughs) Well, that's another big, big step in in this process. Um, So the artists were also challenged with coming up with thought concepts, uh, such as Ellen referred to in terms of the Cross Kirkland corridor. Um, The other portion of it was community feedback. So not only the people in attendance and the people online were invited to talk about the sculpture they enjoyed, but that was a question posed out loud as well. Where can you envision this living? (laughs) So it's definitely going to be a little bit further down the planning process when we get to that portion, Um, but it will once again involve all those stakeholders.
0: Okay, so a lot of excitement ahead. And when is this going to be finished, though, that we can all celebrate?
2: Well, we'll definitely send an <laughs> invitation uh, oh, okay. when when that date approaches. <laughs> um, but we do want to make sure we're doing all of our due diligence and like making sure all the stakeholders, uh, the community at large, really come together and celebrate this.
0: Oh, that's great. So lots of community uh, feedback and uh, should come out with a great result. Thank you so much, Ryan and Ellen, for being here. Really appreciate it and mm-hmm. all your information. And we'll look forward to what decision is made for this wonderful sculpture and seeing this wonderful sculpture, maybe on the Kirkland waterfront or maybe in the what are the Kirkland Corridor Trail, cross-corridor trail. Kirkland, yeah,
1: cross-Kirkland Corridor, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. Could be. So <laughs> be sure to listen. By the way,
0: every Tuesday... 5 p.m. for Artbeat Northwest. In the meantime, have a great creative week.